Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Good morning, Andrew. Well, hello there, sir. We have moved past the middle of the week. We're on the downhill slope. Mm-hmm. Moving into the end of the week, just a couple more conversations to have here. I'd like for us to read from verses 36 to 44. Are you up for that? I got it right here. So in Matthew 24, 36 through 44 from the New King James Version. Jesus is speaking. He says, But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came and took them all away, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Then two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming in an hour you do not expect. (laughs) Here's what I have to say about this. I I think that this paragraph, let's say it that way, this paragraph makes this point. Mm -hmm. Judgment is typical. Typical? Yeah, and what I mean by that is that judgment, no matter which judgment you're talking about, there are mm-hmm. some things about it that are going to be like every other judgment, that it, okay. it happens okay. typically. God There's meets a, a out way judgment. that judgment happens. God meets out judgment in a similar way every mm-hmm. time he meets it out. Mm-hmm. So he says, that, look, this judgment that's coming, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be just like it was in the days of Noah. Yeah. This is the way this judgment happened. I'm telling you, it's going to happen the same way again. Again, mm-hmm. and so look, this is this is one of those places. So I will admit, as I said yesterday, I tend to believe that all of Matthew chapter twenty-four is actually about the destruction of Jerusalem. And I think there's right. even some things in this paragraph that demonstrate that. But I know there's a whole lot of people that disagree with me, and I'm yeah. not going to make a big deal out of that. There are lots of brothers and sisters that think that after verse thirty-five, that it moves to talking about the end of the world yeah. and the final judgment that's mm-hmm. going to come. And, and I think that, look, whether it's talking about the final judgment or whether it's talking about the judgment that was on Jerusalem or whether mm-hmm. it's going to talk about the mm-hmm. judgment that came on Rome or any other judgment that God's going to bring in the intervening time as the Son of Man comes in judgment right. on wherever and whoever he's going to judge, it happens in this typical way. You don't know that it's going to happen. Apart from <laughs> them, apart from the fact that God tells you it's coming. Apart from yeah. the fact that God tells, so that's one of the things I think about in the days of Noah, because yeah. Noah actually told him it was coming. Well, he was telling him that, wasn't he? He was a no herald was of believing. righteousness. Yeah, and nobody was listening, and nobody was repenting, and only his own family came. So everybody could have known that the judgment was on the way. In fact, they even saw him preparing for it. As he, why on earth is this guy building, building this an arc, right? huge? Arc, yeah, and this isn't, it, box. isn't it Peter I don't, I don't that calls him a preacher? Of righteousness? Yeah, herald of righteousness, herald a of preacher righteousness. of righteousness. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, they they could have known, they should have known, because it was being proclaimed. This is how we know judgment is coming. God's word says that mm-hmm. it is coming. This is why we'll prepare, because God's word says 
prepare. Mm -hmm. But other than that, when I just look around at the world, mm -hmm. I mean, there's always bad things happening. There's always some good things happening. And it's, it's never meant yeah. the end of the world before. It's never meant judgment on our nation before. It's never meant judgment yeah. on that nation before. It's, I, I, you know, so, so there's, not, there's not like there's things in the world that all of a sudden we figure out, oh, I better get ready. But, you know, that that is a great point you make. And I think about, he's talking about kind of the way the world looked in the days of Noah. And I'm always struck by the statement that they were marrying and given in marriage. Um, that there is either a complete ignorance that this is about to befall him, or as you pointed out, perhaps in the part of some, a willful ignorance, because Noah has been preaching and Noah has been building this giant wooden box uh, ship looking thing. Yeah. What's that about? But, but either way, there's just kind of this blithful uh, life always come, you know, the, the sun goes down in the West, it rises in the East and we mm -hmm. go along and sunrise, sunset, swiftly flow the years. It's yeah. just going to get, get one season following yeah. another. It's just going to keep happening. Things have been going on as usual. And I believe they're going to continue to go on as it's, usual, you know? And so the normal course of life is what get married. Have Get kids. Go have a party. But uh, but yeah, but some somebody when judgment does come, it's probably reckon somebody's wedding day. Well, here, <laughs> here's the thing to know: when, when the Romans started knocking down the walls of Jerusalem, it was too late. Right. It was too late to do anything right. about it. You, you talk about it being too late when you when you read about Josephus and his uh, account of the fall of Jerusalem and at, at the hordes of Rome. One of the things he talked about is this unique time where the forces of Titus were called back away from the siege of Jerusalem. And uh, we are kind of, the picture is painted that in that time, in that little window, uh, Christians escaped the city. They left Jerusalem, they went to Pella. Um, or at least the ones that really believed Jerusalem was going to fall, and they didn't see that this is just a little window to escape destruction, right? They thought, oh, we've turned the Romans and they're going to run. Um, of course, the Romans came back, Jerusalem is destroyed. Uh, the Christians then really get persecuted by Jews who saw them as traitors and, you know, in Jerusalem's darkest hour. That's a lot of history. The point where I'm going is this, that there were some people who remembered the words of Jesus, who heeded the words of Jesus, and that was to their life's preservation, uh, to trust the word of the Lord. Well, I think one of Jesus' strong signs for this coming judgment is there in verse 28, wherever the corpse is, there the vultures will gather. What, mm. what does yours say in verse 28? Yeah, so my verse 28 has, for wherever the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered together. Yeah, so even in the English Standard, in Luke's account of this, it mentions where the body is, there the eagles, eagles. will gather. Yeah. And in a Roman culture, the idea of the eagles gathering would clearly make you think, or could make you think of, Roman soldiers mm -hmm. and legions coming with their eagles. Yeah. And so that's exactly it. Those who remembered his words, when they saw them coming mm -hmm. and they left and the, the Romans got called back, mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're, okay, that's it. That's the sign. We've got to get out of Dodge. Uh, so, you know, I think one of the points that I was trying to get at a minute ago is though that once they started coming through the fields, slashing their way, reaching right. out. And see, this this is... Then it's in, too late. Well, then it's too late. And then this paragraph here, that's one of the things I think I see here when it talks about one will be taken, one will be left. That really is a picture of a marauding band coming through a field heading toward a city. 
you know, their, their, their horses are just plowing through these fields. They're swinging at whatever they can reach, but they're heading toward the city. So they're not, they're not necessarily hanging out in the field and making sure to kill everybody. They're just, if their sword can reach, they're going to get it and it gets one guy and it doesn't get another guy and they head on to the city and they're going to attack. And once they started knocking those walls down, that was it. It was mm-hmm. done. It was over. If, if the folks hadn't listened, uh, they were, they were going to be yeah. judged, which is of course why Jesus pointed out to them that on that day, when you see these things happening, don't go back to the city. If you're out in the fields, don't go back. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons I don't think it's the end of time. If it's the end of time, who cares where you are in a field or in the city? It's just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, all over. You cannot escape uh, that. You know, if you're up on the rooftop, don't go inside the house, you know, get, get out of Dodge. So again, that's one of the reasons. Could be wrong about that, but that's what I'm seeing there. But, yeah. but back to the main point, judgment is typical. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it's going to happen. And so even if we are talking about the end of the world, coming as a thief, as Peter yeah. talks about in that final judgment, um, you know, look, when the world is on fire, it's too late. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's too late when the yeah. world is, is starting to burn up. I, I, The Lord is giving me warning now. He's saying, prepare. Don't, don't wait around and hope that there's going to be something that I'm going to see, that something in the world is going to change, and all of a sudden everybody's going to be acting differently. So now I know yeah. once the fire starts, it's, it's over. Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly right. One of the other uh, aspects I see here then highlighted um, is that God's judgment ultimately is unexpected. Mm. You know, he talks about the idea... Well, for those who won't listen to the words that it's coming. <clears throat> well, but even a suddenness of it is where I'm getting to. In verse 43, if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, if he'd known the hour, then he would have watched and he wouldn't allow his house to be broken into. You know, here's the judgment coming like the thief in the night, as Peter used. And so there there wasn't signs to to avoid that. I'm sorry. It's unexpected. I'm I'm, I'm kind of losing it over here because I remember a time with uh, with my son Ethan. He had ah he had done some practical joke or something against me, and he's, so he's like walking around afraid I'm going to get him back. And I I said, look, Ethan, I I, I don't know why you're being all nervous and scared. I, I'm going to get you back, but I'm going to do it when you don't expect it. <laughs> so you might as well quit expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> And you just like, tell him to just live in fear. He's, he's like, well, yeah, but then he's like, oh, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> but but yeah, so here's this thing, you know, the 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 judgment is coming, but we don't know when it's yeah. going to happen when I least expect it. So what I need to do is rather than expecting it is prepare for it. Well, yeah, I need to be ready. It could happen at any time and it might be tonight. It might not be for a hundred years, but if I am ready at all times, whenever it happens, I'll be ready. ready. Be watchful and and be vigilant. And that's where I see when we get into Matthew 25 and some of those parables, they're, they're definitely teaching that kind of readiness and preparation you know, for the Lord's return. When I think about the the final coming and I think about resurrection and I think about the kingdom though, I guess one of the things I would like to back up and just highlight is that, you know, we are preparing for this judgment is not for us preparing for the fact that God is going to come in and bring all this judgment and man, I just don't want to experience judgment. But you, you Pre- mean like the way Ethan lives every day? <laughs> yes, like that. <laughs> 
No, this this expectation is the fact that when God comes in judgment, it's not just coming in judgment. It's going to be coming in in establishing the eternal kingdom. Yeah. And it and it's the fact that I, it's not just I'm trying to prepare so that I'm not one of the ones that gets executed in the judgment. It's preparing for the fact that God is bringing something powerful and positive and wonderful when that happens. And and what I'm wanting to do is prepare to be a part of that kingdom and that resurrection. And that's that's really the powerful part of this. And to dovetail with that, the Lord talks about Noah as his um, a case study here. When you look at Peter in 2 Peter chapter 2, uh, again, talking about the Lord knows how to bring judgment. 2 Peter 2 and verse 5, the Lord did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood of the world on the ungodly. Yes, it is the time of the flood and the destruction upon the ungodly, but it's also the moment of salvation for the people who are in Christ, for the people he's going to save. So, I mean, yeah, terrible destruction for the world, but salvation for Noah. Terrible destruction for the wicked and the ungodly, but salvation for his people and his church. Deliverance. Yeah, deliverance. I am am preparing for new life. I am preparing for new heavens and new earth. I am not just preparing to avoid pain and to avoid execution and to avoid judgment and wrath. I am preparing to receive Mm -hmm. kingdom Mm -hmm. and life and eternity and resurrection and a new and glorious, imperishable, immortal body. This is what I am preparing for. And that's all going to happen at that same moment. Yeah. If we're talking about judgment that's coming later at the end of time. And I I need to be ready. Need to be ready. We all need to be ready. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up today. I I hope you're getting ready. And that's the question we all have to ask. If it Mm. were going to happen tonight, would I be ready? We'd love to help you be ready. Send us an email at uh, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Get over on the Facebook group and plug a message in. We'd be happy to help you surrender to Jesus and give your allegiance to him in baptism if we can help you with that. Let's go ahead and wrap up with a prayer here. Holy God, Lord, we know that you have brought judgment numerous times throughout history. And we know if Jesus is here talking about the destruction of Jerusalem, we know you fulfilled his words, and it's a demonstration of the fact that you do keep your word. You do what you say. If Jesus is already talking about the final judgment, we know that we need to be prepared for that, whether he is here or not. And we want to to be prepared because we know that there's not anything that the worldly are going to do that's going to change to to clue us in. We just have to listen to your word and be prepared. But what I am most thankful for is that you sent your son Jesus and he died on that cross and he arose and ascended to be at your right hand because it's only by his death, burial, and resurrection that we are prepared. He is our king. He is our Lord. And we give him our allegiance as we prepare for the day of victory for your kingdom. And it's through our King that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song, You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. 
Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.